Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Honestly, Jackie, it was so seamless. It was just the best. The best thing that I've ever done for myself. And none of those things that I was worried about happened. Welcome to the Budget-Minded Traveler podcast, your source for the everyday inspiration and practical tips that make international travel accessible to everyone. Hey guys, this is episode 68 of the Budget-Minded Traveler podcast, and today we are wrapping up our series featuring people who have big plans, big travel plans. The idea around this series was to catch people in planning mode in part one so we could discuss what it is they're about to do, their fears, questions, feelings, and everything in anticipation of their travels, and then bring them on again for a part two afterwards so that we can witness the complete transformation of what the trip did for them. And we started with Angie Mikesell, who was about to take her first big solo international trip to spend two weeks in Italy. And then we had Maddie Wolf, who is about to graduate college and take a job in Israel for a year. And in the last episode, we met the Bensons, who are taking their family of five to travel around the world for about the next eight to 12 months or so. And these have all been part ones. But guess what? This episode is our very first part two. Angie went on her trip to Italy and she's back and she's here today to share with us how it went. And I'm too excited to say anything else at the moment. So let's just get straight back into this part two with Angie Mikesell. Angie, welcome back to the show. I can't even wait to start talking about your trip. How are you? I'm so good, Jackie. So what did you, okay, let's catch everybody up real quick before we, uh, before we kind of get into it. What did you just do? And I know they, they already kind of have an idea of who you are. We've talked about this before. Um, and we, we've heard you a few episodes back, but why don't you just catch everybody up real quick? What was it that you just did? So I just took, um, a mainly solo trip for two weeks over to Italy. And that is a mainly solo trip. So I know that you, you met up with, people, certain people along the way. Um, But this was your first like massive, massive thing that you've done, right? Solo over overseas international. It was a really big um, kind of a a life changing thing for me. It was something that was a little bit scary. Um, I did meet up with um, one of my close friends in the middle, but just for two days and I was gone for two weeks. So majority of the travel was on my own. Two days. That's yeah. crazy. I thought it was going to be more than that. That's amazing. 
It was quick trip. So when sure did you for us to meet? Awesome. When did you get back? Um, I got back. Let's see, almost a little more than a week ago. So you're really fresh off of this. I am, and that's why I'm so excited because this whole the whole purpose of of doing this model of you know episodes of this series is uh is catching people before they go um and then getting to talk about it again after and we've like sandwiched your trip perfectly within these episodes and now we already get to hear about how everything went um so why don't you uh tell us what it was like what maybe the overview of what your trip ended up looking like cuz we talked a lot about that in uh in your second in your second episode. So what did it end up, what did you end up doing? Yeah. So I, um, it was great having a chance to talk with you because you gave me some really good pointers. I think it was a little bit overwhelming for me to know where to go or what to do. Um, because I wanted to do everything. So I remember you had given me a really good tip on like picking three to four areas to kind of visit. Um, and allow myself some time in each of those areas. Mm-hmm. So I ended up flying into Rome um, and flying out of Florence, which was really great. I'm really glad that I did that. Awesome. I spent about four days in Rome. I went to Venice um, via train. So I took trains everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then I spent two days in Venice, um, two days in Chiquantera, and then four days in Florence. So... What did you, I mean, there's another thing that I kind of want to go, uh, to look at as we go to talk about this. And this is your, (laughs) I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but your Facebook feed was addicting when you were gone. (laughs) I mean, I was looking forward to your post because you shared some things that were just, they were awesome. Like, I, I mean, I know that you are an adventurous person at home. You hike and you run and you're always in the mountains like doing something. But this was totally different. And to see your face in Rome, this is what I wanted to start with is your first four days in Rome. But you posted a picture. Um, I would like to ha- actually share this picture as the the feature for this episode because it is the best picture ever <laughs> of you. But oh, absolutely. your face in front of the Colosseum is like the biggest smile ever. And I think it's a selfie. And I just love it because you're you're solo traveling, you're in Rome, and you look so like kind of just in your element. And it says, I think I may be in love with Rome. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Absolutely. And it's so I love true. It. So what was, how was Rome for you? Rome was great. Um, you know, I think we had originally talked about, um, you know, just how to handle being a little bit out of your element. And mm-hmm. I thought uh, there was a part of me that was preparing to land in Rome and be a little bit nervous um, because I felt like I was going to land and realize, oh my gosh, I am in another area. I'm completely alone. Um And I was a little bit nervous that I was going to be scared and that was going to be a lot for me. And it was the complete opposite. Um, I landed and I was so excited. And, um, you know, I went to my hotel, which was fantastic. And they were, you know, everyone was so welcoming and so great. Um, And the hotel that I stayed at, uh, really was so helpful with how to get around, um, what were the best things to do. Mm -hmm. And so I, 
I just spent those four days just falling in love with Rome. Mm. Honestly, I walked up and down. Um, you know, the first night I just got lost in Rome. You know, yes. I just um, tried to immerse myself in everything. And it was so amazing, Jackie. Oh, it's like my my <laughs> hotel was like right next to the Pantheon. Ooh, I, I where mean, did you was, stay? What was the name of I, it? Um, it was called, uh, Hotel Navono. Okay. Um, so it was right next to Piazza Navono. Navono. Um, yeah. Okay. And it was just so great. It was awesome. the perfect area to stay in. Um, and it's amazing because everything is so walkable. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can go anywhere. Um, so I loved Rome. Rome was, I mean, I loved every, every spot that I went, but, Rome kind of had a, a special place in my heart. Mm, I would say the same. I love Rome. It's enchanting. Did you get to walk around at night? Like, did you get to see all of the, um, you know, big, crazy ruins all lit up at night? I did. Oh, yes. Isn't it so magical? I love it. It was so amazing. And I felt really lucky. You know, before I left, I went on TripAdvisor and I booked... Um, I booked a bike tour, which was really fun. So it was like a four hour bike ride through Rome. Um, and the tour guide was just fantastic. He brought us to all these really special spots and told us the history behind them. I also booked a run, um, which was really fun. It was, I thought it was going to end up being a group run, but it was actually just um, me and the tour guide. (laughs) That's so awesome. Um, (laughs) I didn't know you could book a run. Did you find that on TripAdvisor? Yeah, it was on TripAdvisor and there was actually one, um, I didn't end up doing the one in Venice, but I did the one in Rome. Um, and it was about, I think it was a five mile run. Um, but we, we just took it slow and stopped at all of these, you know, the Trevi Fountain and, Mm -hmm. um, these different locations throughout town. And he told me the history behind it and it was, it was really special. That's, Amazing. I've actually, I didn't realize that you could even do that, which I I feel silly even for saying that (laughs) because I've traveled so much and like, I didn't know you could book a run and go on like a running tour. Well, you know, I mean, you know how much I feel like I love running in areas where, you know, I'm, I'm visiting because I feel like you're more connected to the area if Mm -hmm. you have that opportunity. Um, so it was really neat to be able to do that. And then of course I did the regular, like I had booked a tour through the Coliseum and the ruins and Mm -hmm. that was amazing. Mind blowing. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then did you do the Vatican too? I actually didn't get a tour of the inside of the Vatican. I just, um, went up and kind of spent some time like seeing the outside Mm -hmm. and, um, doing all that. I, that's one thing that I was really kind of bummed that I didn't get to do. Well, you can do that next time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you know, it's amazing because I feel like I could have spent so much longer there and still not been able to see everything that I wanted to see. Oh, yeah, definitely. Rome has things that, I mean, there are the obvious things, you know, like the Colosseum and the um, Palatine Hill and um, Vatican and Trevi mm-hmm. Fountain, all the, the Spanish steps, like the things that are big, but there are so many things that, um, that even a lot of the tourists don't know about. There are crazy things go on in Rome. And I mean, I lived there for a couple of months one year and I still 
I mean, I still haven't been to, you know, like the catacombs or, I mean, there are so many things that you can do in Rome. I mean, you could spend a long time there. So you're going to, I think you're going to be going back for a while and getting to explore a lot, a lot more. I ran into um, this great couple that was telling me that they had been to Italy several times and they were actually there for three weeks just in Rome because they, you know, they had visited and, and done the kind of whirlwind trips, but really wanted to spend some quality time seeing all the things that they hadn't seen. And mm-hmm. I thought that was, that's such a great idea to be able to kind of center your time in an area where you want to see everything. Absolutely. Um, and when time allows, you know, you can make trips like that. I mean, right. I think that what you did is perfect really for like a first time traveler because you got to sample a lot, you know, and mm-hmm. maybe you missed going inside the Vatican. That's okay. You know, like the, um, the Sistine Chapel will probably still be there next time. And, um, but did you go up the stairs? Did you go up the cupola? I didn't. No, I didn't get it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So add that to your list for next time too. But, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's always going to be a reason to go back and, and, you know, in the future, that's, that's how you can, you know, figure out your next trip as well. I need to, I need to go here and at least have some time to do this. And and then you can go to the South and go to the Amalfi coast, which you didn't hit this time or Napoli, you know, like other places. And I mean, you can, you can spend a lifetime exploring Italy. So absolutely. I agree completely. So from Rome, you went to Venice and I know you were a little bit nervous about the trains before. How did that work out? Was that okay? It was good. You know, the trains, it's interesting because I feel like over there, it's just so it's second nature to the, to everyone who travels, um, in Italy to understand kind of the trains and how they work and the schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are very on time. Everything runs how it's supposed to run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was a little nerve wracking the first, you know, going to the Rome station, mm-hmm. um, which is very big. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of, I actually had a little bit of a snafu, um, Uh-oh. with buying my train ticket. I actually accidentally bought it a day earlier. Um, oh. and thankfully, uh, one of the front desk people at the hotel helped me move it to the next day. So that was very nice of them. Awesome. Yay. Um, for helpful people. Which was yeah. Wonderful. But you know, arriving at the train station, you kind of have to get yourself acclimated to how, how everything works. Mm-hmm. You know, they have all of the arrivals and departures, you know, shown and they don't show you what platform you're on until 15 minutes before. And then what I noticed is <laughs> yeah. as soon as, as that shows on the screens, everyone runs to that train. Yeah. And um, then you have to like platform. go through the line. They have to check your ticket and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, kind of chaotic. <laughs> it is a little bit chaotic and it wasn't hard there because I was actually going to Venice and Venice was like the last stop. Um, but learning that, even, you know, sometimes you book a, a ticket and you're not the last stop. And so it might not show your, your oh, actual yeah. destination on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking for the train number, um, yes. I learned that after the fact when going to Chiquintera. Um, so that was a little bit hard for me and a little bit like I was a little bit frazzled when I was going there because I didn't see, you know, I was, I was getting off at Monterosa and I didn't see that on the board. Right. And then I was okay. like, did I buy the wrong ticket? Oh my gosh, what is yeah. happening? I don't know. And I had to switch trains really fast. And so I was really nervous then. Mm-hmm. But, but you made it, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, 
And the trains, it's just amazing how easy it is to get around and how inexpensive it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really impressed with that. So do you, do you, how much did it cost you to get to Venice? Maybe like 30 euros or how much do you remember? Uh, it cost, you know, I actually ended up upgrading. Um, I had talked to Jim, um, my friend that I was meeting in Chiquantara mm-hmm. and he had been doing a little bit of traveling and he had said, you know, if you're taking a long train ride, um, and that one was, I think it was like five or six hours, mm-hmm. um, I might be wrong on that, but I think that's what it was. He said, you know, if you have the extra money, it might be worth it just to upgrade to first class. Sweet. <laughs> um, and I, I did, I had saved quite a bit before the trip. And so I was like, you know, I think because it's going to be a longer train ride, I think it would be better for me to just upgrade. And then you get, Heck yeah. you know, they come around with a drink cart mm-hmm. and they come around with snacks and you have a little bit more leg room. Um, so it was a little, I think it was like 80 euros. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that right. was, I mean, it was a, l- a little bit more expensive because of that upgrade, but it was worth it to me, um, to have some of those little luxuries. Yeah. Um, so Venice, two days in Venice, how did you like that? It was quick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't know about Venice cause I had heard, you know, I had heard mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I, um, I had a little bit of a hard time because I couldn't find my hotel. <laughs> Venice is so good. It can be so confusing. Uh, oh, that's funny. You know, someone explained <laughs> it like it is like a little maze. Yeah, it's easy to get lost. It's kind of fun it's, to get lost in Venice because you, you never really get lost. But yeah, it's like a maze. Yeah, I think I would have been... Um, I was completely happy getting lost when I didn't have my like huge pack that I was carrying around oh, and I right. was like not hangry. I was very hangry <laughs> when I got off of the train. And then the fact that I was carrying around this huge pack, which, which was ridiculous, Jackie, I brought so much stuff and I thought I was being really conservative with my packing. <laughs> I was not, I could have taken what I had packed and cut it in half and still mm-hmm. been completely fine. Mm-hmm. Um, well now you know so, that. Yeah. Now I know. Um, and everyone had told me before, but I, I feel like you have to experience it mm-hmm. firsthand to mm-hmm. know I do not need as much yeah. as what I had packed. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Um, I so I had a little bit of a hard time, um, finding my hotel and I kind of felt like I would, uh, uh, what I ended up doing was using the street name and trying to find it based off the street name. But then I didn't realize it's kind of like a dead end, you know, one street will dead end and then it'll pick up, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, a little ways down. <laughs> so I would, um, come to these dead ends and my phone was dying and I was a little bit worried cause I didn't know where I was. Um, oh no. I, I ended up finding it. It was completely fine. And once I got some food in me, I was, I was great. Um, yeah, funny how that happens. <laughs> yeah, but Venice is just a magical place. It is so beautiful and so romantic, mm-hmm. um, with the, the gondolas and the beautiful, um, architecture of the buildings and the water everywhere. It's, mm-hmm. it's so amazing. One of the things from your Facebook feed that I wanted to point out, I loved this so much, but. You posted several pictures of Venice and then you said, 
I will venture to guess that there will be few things that will beat this morning's sunrise run along the waterfront in Venice. And I was like, oh my gosh, you are doing this perfectly because you are a runner. And I love that you're doing this while you're traveling. The first time that you're traveling solo, do you know how many women would never take their first solo run on their first solo trip, like in a foreign country? That's incredibly courageous of you, first of all, but it sounds like it was so rewarding. It was so wonderful. Um, you know, being able to get up early and I love the water. So it was just really special for me to be along the water. And then I just really took some time for myself to really, you know, look at everything. And Mm -hmm. there was just every time you turned, there was something more beautiful than the next. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, (laughs) it was kind of a start stop run. Um, but I allowed myself a lot of time just to see everything that I could on that run. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was so grateful that I captured, you know, those images because I, you know, I, unfortunately I know I'm going to forget that I'm going to forget some of the, some of the things that I saw. And so I wanted to capture as much as I could. Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's so great. And where did you stay in Venice? Do you remember the name of the hotel? Oh, I don't remember the name of the hotel, but it was a, it, um, it was interesting. It it was a really great location. It was right next to St. Mark's Mm -hmm. um, square. Um, it was older. It had this, um, amazing shag carpet that was right. right. Um, <laughs> and it was, it was good for the time being. I probably didn't choose as wisely as I should have. Um, because I think that there were probably better options, but I think I was a little, there are just so many options that are out there when mm-hmm. you look on, um, yeah. com. Right. It's almost hard to sort through everything. Oh yeah. It's um, super overwhelming. It is. It's like my least favorite part to this day about traveling is is choosing accommodations. Seriously, it's so. Oh, I agree completely. And I had, um, you know, Jim had been to most of those areas before my friend, mm-hmm. and he had. Uh, I had stayed at most of the places that they had stayed on their trips because he had a group of students. Mm-hmm. Um, he's teaching over there. And so they go every year and they've kind of found, you know, the great spots to stay at. And so he made it really easy for me. That's <laughs> helpful. There are all these amazing hotels that they stayed at. Um, so I just stayed there. Well, unfortunately, the hotel that they stayed at in Venice had already been booked by the oh. time I went to book it. And so this was the one that I chose <laughs> on my own. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but it ended up being great. You know, it was like I said, the location you could not beat. Mm-hmm, um, right. It was wonderful. So it was totally fine. Okay. Awesome. And so from there, you went to Cinque Terre, right? Yes. Okay. And I this did. is awesome because it like your pictures and your Facebook, you're like, okay, Venice was amazing. Like you're like, okay, I'm in love with Rome. I'm definitely coming back. Venice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like this is the best. And then Cinque Terre, you're like, ah, oh. <laughs> just when I thought things couldn't get any better. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was amazing. And Jackie, you know, cause I feel like when we first started talking about this, when I was just thinking about Italy, mm-hmm. I remember us going to Adam and Amanda's wedding and you, um, you're like, you have to go, you have to go to Cinque Terre. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it was the one, you know, location that you're like, if you can't do anything else, go there. Yes. I love it. And I heard that from so many other people. Um, oh my gosh, it was amazing. 
It was just mind blowing. Um, and you know, I think that coming from Bozeman, we're so lucky because it's so beautiful here. Mm -hmm. We have the mountains and, um, you know, that the mountains are very special to me. And like you said, I spend a lot of time, you know, up in the mountains, enjoying them. So being in, in an area that was like so lush, um, where you could be on hiking trails and you could, you know, put your feet in the sand, um, mm -hmm. it, it next to the water. It was just beautiful and wonderful. And on top of that, those quaint, perfect, little, beautifully colored little villages. Uh, it, I yeah. Know. It like doesn't get better. It does not get better. And the people in, um, each of the towns were just so welcoming and, it was just such a great experience. Mm -hmm. I love it. Did you do the water taxi at all? I didn't do the water taxi. No, it was a pretty quick trip. Um, so we got in um, late in the afternoon, um, checked into our little, it was kind of like a bed and breakfast, um, which was fantastic. They, they were really great there. Do you remember and what then, that one was called? That was in Monterroso, right? Yes, it was. Um Gosh, I don't remember what it was called. Okay, well, maybe if, if we can find it, we can put it on the show. Yes, notes, but I, if not, I can give you all of the places that I. Okay, see. great. Yeah, because people are always looking for, um, uh, you know, recommendations. So especially if you recommend it, then we'll go ahead and put it on the show notes. Absolutely, we'll find it later. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Um, so we kind of walked around that that night, and then had, you know, had a drink and. Um, some little snacks and then had a, a dinner, um, and then got up the next day and were like ready to hike. Uh, unfortunately, the weather that day was a little bit rainy, um, mm -hmm. but it was still so beautiful. Yeah. Um, you couldn't beat it. Even though it was raining, we still loved it. So we ended mm -hmm. up, um, hiking the first from the first to the second little town and mm -hmm. the second to the third. And then there was, I guess, a mudslide. And I don't know when this happened, Jackie, mm -hmm. you probably know. Um, mm -hmm. But you couldn't get from the third to the fourth. And most of the fourth to the fifth town had been closed off. But I guess there's a hiking trail above um, the main hiking trail that you can take. But we ended up just doing those um, first couple. But it was just the hiking trail is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many places where you can stop and look at the water and the beach and the great views of each of the towns. It's so wonderful. Highly recommended, huh? I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, there is no place like that that I've ever been. When you were in Cinque Terre, did you eat focaccia? Did you have focaccia? I, I did. I actually had it. So I actually have a gluten intolerance. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh my um, gosh. This is like the, the worst thing ever for Italy. Oh, <laughs> in Italy, I know, but I, I actually had in, um, when I was in, in Rome, they made me gluten free focaccia and it oh, was cool. wonderful. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was about to say, cause, um, focaccia and, and pesto is actually from Liguria, which is that region where Cinque Terre is. And so, yeah. but we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> 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 okay. So after Cinque Terre, mm -hmm. you went to <gasps> Tuscany. I, and I went to Florence. Yes, the next I... picture on your Facebook is of you on a Vespa, which I'm like, yes. okay, tell us about that because also, um, 
You said, with all of these amazing adventures, it's hard to pick a favorite. However, this one may have creeped its way to the very top of the list. Like, how does this trip keep getting so much better? No, I felt like I was bragging every time I would post. <laughs> well, um, you kind of are, but that's okay. You have the right. You earned it. Every place was just so beautiful. Um, okay, so I have to really be honest because I think it's important for me to tell the listeners about this part in my trip. Um, <laughs> Bracing so ourselves. We uh, went, so Jim and I went from Chiquintera to Florence, and then he took the train from Florence back to the villa um, where he's staying with the students. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was, like I said, it, we had about two days and it was kind of sandwiched in the middle of my trip, which was so great to have kind of a familiar face to see mm-hmm. when I was um, in Italy. And he had helped me so much, like I had mentioned, with the hotel accommodations and kind of places to go and things that you just really needed to make sure that you saw. So it was so great having him there. And it was wonderful because he kind of helped steer me when we got into Florence to um, where the hotel was. So it was really great to have a familiar face, especially when I was traveling like completely solo, which was really outside of my comfort zone. Um, and there was... so. That next day was a little bit hard for me. And I just wanted to tell the listeners, because I think that I had a lot of people tell me, you know, it's kind of hard being a solo traveler. Um, yeah. And you kind of, like I said, it was outside of my comfort zone. So there was, that was only day that I had a hard time. Um, and I think that it was just because I had the comfort of having a friend for a little while. And yeah. then all of a sudden I went back to eating dinners alone. Yeah, And Florence is this beautiful place that, I feel like, again, it's very romantic. Um, you know, I went and saw the sunset, um, over the town and in, in this really beautiful area where a lot of couples go and, mm-hmm. um, everyone drinks wine and cheese. <laughs> and, and so there was this like moment of like, gosh, I wish I was sharing this, whether it be with a great girlfriend or, you know, someone else's significant other. Right. So there was that like moment where I was like, or that kind of like half day where I was like, gosh, it's hard to not share this with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, I, I was lucky cause I had the opportunity to still kind of keep in contact with some of my good friends over here. And Bridget, who's a close friend of both of ours, um, sent me a message that was really profound. Um, you know, she asked me how, how I was doing. And I said, you know, today I'm kind of having a hard time. I really wish that someone was here to experience this with me because it's so beautiful. And she said, you know, I know this is going to sound really silly to you right now, but there's going to be a point in your life where you wish that you were in Florence alone doing mm-hmm. this. Oh, I just, so got just chills. savor it now. And it was so beautiful for her to say that. And it really put things into perspective. You know, it helped me realize like, this is such a really special trip. I needed to like, get out of that funk and realize that I needed to take advantage of it. So that's when I actually booked Gosh. that uh, Vespa ride through yes. Tuscany. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I yeah. am doing this now. It's not every day you can take yourself out of a funk by booking a Vespa ride through Tuscany. I think you made the I right know, choice. Right? <laughs> that's yes. amazing. It's so true. And how did you find that? Well, okay, this is also a really cool story. So when I was in Venice... I went to this restaurant that the hotel had um, recommended and I was just sitting alone 
And I experienced this so many times. And this is one of the huge benefits to being, um, you know, a solo traveler. People are so great and so welcoming. So I had, I was sitting alone and there was, um, a mother and a daughter that were sitting next to me and they invited me to come over and eat with them. Mm. And they were from the States. They were from Kansas. Um, they were just doing a special trip, just the two of them. And they were basically doing the same areas that I was doing, but they had already done everything and they were leaving the next Mm -hmm. day from Venice. And I, so I was asking him, you know, what's your favorite, what's been your favorite part of the trip thus far? And they had mentioned this tour and they had actually, the tour company does cycle rides and Vespa tours and they're all together the same day. At the same time, they just take different routes. Mm-hmm. So you can either take a bike on this route or you can take a Vespa. Oh. And so they had told me all about it and they said it was the best part of their trip. Mm, and awesome. so it was really, it was neat to have kind of a different perspective and, um, these gals were just so, so great. And it was really sweet of them to kind of, um, invite me in and, and have dinner with me and kind of share their trip with me. So that's how I found it. That's so, and that's a great, uh, testimony to, uh, the power of, of the community of travel. Absolutely. And like I said, I experienced that so many times when I was in Rome. Um, I met, uh, a couple from the U S and then also a couple from London, Um, and they were both just so great. And again, the same things, I kind of talked to them about their travels and what they had done and what they would recommend. Mm -hmm. So I got a lot of really great tips and tricks from others that were traveling that shared their experience Mm -hmm. with me. It's the best way. That is the best way to figure it out. And that's why going somewhere without a plan is totally acceptable. It's okay. It's more than okay, you know, because you will figure it out. And that's how you figure it out. That's how you do it. So, you know, I love that that happened. Agree completely. And I am a very much a planner. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) and it was hard for me at first to drop that Mm -hmm. side of, Mm -hmm. um, you know, my everyday routine and having everything planned to, you know, the hour. I'm so glad that I didn't plan things because it allowed me that flexibility to book a trip to Tuscany that, you know, I would have, if I had planned everything to the T, I never would have had an opportunity to do that. Mm. So I'm really glad that I traveled that way. That is so great. And let's, um, let's put a link to that tour company on the show notes page as well, because I'm sure other people are going to be interested in that. (laughs) Um, I would highly recommend that. Like I said, it was the best part. Dude, I want to um, do that. I want to do that. Not <laughs> go back to Florence and do this that. Amazing Vespa ride through Tuscany. Um, but it was kind of centered around this castle that's in Tuscany and the count and countess, um, turned it, I mean, their family had turned it into a winery and they also, um, processed and made olive oil in the capital. I'm drooling. So they showed us the vineyard um, and the grapes. Mm. And then we also got to go and take a tour of um, the winery and kind of hear the process. And then at the end, we're, you know, drinking the wine Mm. on the top of the castle Mm. and looking at the views of Tuscany. Stop. It (laughs) just was the most amazing amazing thing I have ever done. Oh, and just think that morning you were in a funk. 
<laughs> I know. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, it's I, that was the best way ever to turn your fuck around. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just really want to let that one sink in for a sec. <laughs> yeah, it was so great. Wow. So that your trip ended there in Florence, right? It did. Yes. So I have, oh wait, go ahead. I was just going to say, I I mean, Florence has so many museums and um, galleries and the Duomo itself is just outstanding. Um, All the Davids. The David, you could walk and walk and walk and try and see everything you could. It's just it's so beautiful there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time those next couple of days just trying to see as much as I could. That's so great. So you did go in and see the David, right? I did. Yes. And uh, you wait, go ahead. Someone had told me, um, a friend had told me that it's, it's really special if you can go in, um, right when they open uh-huh. because you get the opportunity to really kind of see it, um, without a lot of people around, which yeah. was such a good tip for me. So I, um, stood in line and was kind of one of the first people to get in. Um, and it blew me away. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I, yeah. few it pieces so- of art have ever done that for me. Uh, but the yeah. David, wow. Even thinking back on it, it still almost gives me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just beautiful. Yeah. I loved that. And you went to, um, Piazza, isn't it Piazza Michelangelo that, that there's another David up on the hill, right? Yes. There's a few and Davids around town, actually, but there, there <laughs> is. That's where I watched the sunset mm-hmm. over Florence and, oh, it, and so some perfect. locals that were on that cycling tour with me had told me about that. Um, awesome. and that was just phenomenal. Yeah. And that's kind of like a secret almost like you have to go across the river and down, down the, uh, down the river a little ways to get up mm-hmm. there. And it's, it's not like an obvious thing, but once no. you get there, it's such a beautiful, that's like that famous view of Florence. If anybody's ever wondering how you get that, it's up from that piazza. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I highly recommend if you have the opportunity to go there at sunset, There are a lot of people there. Um, And like I said, you know, there are a lot of people who have snacks and wine um, that are sitting on the stairs watching it. It is so beautiful. Mm. So now that you are on the other side of this incredible, amazing, life-changing trip, um, I have a couple questions for you. Absolutely. We addressed a lot of your concerns in the first episode that we had, that we had you on here. Did any of your fears come true? Uh, I would say no. (laughs) Um, It's silly because I, I feel like I, you know, I spent so much time worrying about things that never even came up. Um, But I guess at least I was prepared if they did come up. Honestly, Jackie, it was so seamless. Oh, God. Uh, That's amazing. it, It was just the best. Uh, the best thing that I've ever done for myself. Um, and none of those things that I was worried about happened. Um, and maybe I'm just, I really lucky. Uh, but I, it, I felt comfortable the whole time. Uh, I was worried about being, um, there alone and I did not have any issues at all. Mm. I'm so glad to hear that 
coming from you, you know, from doing this for the first time. I love it. Did you learn anything about yourself? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I learned so much about myself. Um, I feel like it was a huge growing experience for me to be able to go there and do that. Um, I, I think the biggest thing I learned is that, you know, I can do it on my own. And, um, you know, even if there were challenges, they weren't anything that I couldn't overcome on my own. Um, yeah, I learned it's like great to be able to do those things, um, solo because not only do you learn a lot about yourself, but like I said, you get, you get to meet new people and, um, connect with, you know, locals that share their stories with you. And, um, it just was really special. Um, so like I said, I, I learned so much about myself. I think that I can honestly, and, and, um, this is, this is interesting because being, having been the one to interview you and listen to you before and now I, I feel like I hear a difference in your tone in your voice, you know, it's like you sound just different, like more confident now. Um, I think you could hear the concern and the worry. You could also hear the incredible enthusiasm beforehand, you know, but I feel it's different now. It's like you have this calm to your voice that you didn't have before. That's just really cool talking about this trip, you know? Yeah, I definitely could see that. I think that going into this trip, I was, like I said, I, I was really nervous. Um, and now it, it was almost like a stepping stone to make me realize that if I can do that, I can do so many more things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was a huge confidence boost, um, and builder, like you, like you mentioned. It also was a really great reset too. You know, I think that, you know, a lot of times we don't spend the time to really, um, do something for ourselves. Yeah. And it was this opportunity for me to do something really big for myself. You know, I, I think we had mentioned, like I hadn't taken a two week vacation, um, and really, uh, spent quality time alone ever, um, in my professional career. And it was huge for me. Hmm. It was just what I needed to have kind of a life reset hit the reset button, do something absolutely amazing. And I came back and I just had this amazing energy and I was so excited about getting back to work. And, Hmm. um, it was really just a positive all around. So amazing. How, how has it changed your life at home? Um, I mean, like, I think you sensed from the tone, I, I think that now I am just so much more energetic and willing to like take those chances that I might not have taken before. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely am more willing to accept the invitation of things that might scare me a little bit more, um, or things that I'm not used to. Mm -hmm. It just, it gave me a different perspective on life. I love that. A two week trip. Two weeks of your life and look how much it has changed. It, it is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. And, you know, I will also say that, um, you know, sometimes, and I, I made this post when I, when you released the first episode, you know, I've had some things, um, that have happened in the past year that have made me realize that life is very precious 
and you don't know what tomorrow brings. And this trip was kind of a symbol of, you know, I don't know what tomorrow brings. And this has been on my bucket list for a really long time. Um, and after I made a, a post, because I wanted people to realize that, you know, it doesn't, it's not as expensive as you think it might be. It's, um, taking two weeks out of your life is, it is so well worth it to be able to experience something so amazing. It is life changing and it is well worth taking the time and the money and the energy to invest in yourself. Um, and that's what I want people to realize because I held myself back for so long because of those, gosh, it's going to cost a lot, or I can't take that time off of work, or I'm going to go away and something's going to happen. But life is so short. It's so worth taking that time Mm -hmm. to really do something that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And that's only the first one, right? Yeah, I know. Everyone said you're going to get the travel bug. (laughs) It's, I understand why people say that now. Because <laughs> you have it? <laughs> yes. It's amazing. Yes. Oh, gosh. That's so great. Okay, there's there's one last thing that I wanted to point out, and I love that you've been doing this, but you have a hashtag that you've been using this year, and I wanted to share that with people because I love it. Um, and it's Facing Fears in 2016. Isn't that it? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag facing fears in 2016. And you've been putting it on your posts. And I love that you're doing that. I think this trip to Italy is only one of those things, right? I mean, you've been doing lots of things that, that fall into that, even in your everyday life, right? Yeah, I have. Um, and so I think that that's so, I love that you did that. And I think that that you started that at the end of last year, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, I mean, some of last year's, um, things that I had done definitely fall into this. And I think yeah. that those things that I did last year made me realize that, uh, you know, facing those fears is just such an important piece of life mm-hmm. and it helps you grow so much that that kind of bled into this kind of bigger movement this year of really embracing those things that scare me. Good for you. <laughs> I am so excited to just witness this, I guess, you know, and I hope you know that so many people are going to listen to this and be like, you know what, I can do that. Because Angie's just like me, you know, where this is just, I mean, we're, we all go through this life and we all have these different fears that we need to face and we all do it in our own way. And I love that you have just owned this and that you're act, that you're doing, you're so active around this right now. It's so inspiring and so encouraging. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that you've shared your story with us and that we've been able to see how this part two has just so affected you and, um, Thank you so much for, for coming on and for sharing and for, for opening up to us. It's so great. Well, thank you, Jackie, for allowing me the opportunity. Um, I just feel so thankful to have you in my life and, um, you know, to have you help guide me through this process. And, you know, just to say you can do this. Mm-hmm. You absolutely can do this was just one of the biggest um, hurdles that I, mm-hmm. I just needed someone who had been there. Um, and knew me personally mm-hmm. to say, you absolutely can do this. You're not going to have a problem at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm so thankful that you are in my life and um, that you allow me this opportunity to share my story with the listeners. Yes, I love it. And you've already given such good advice to the listeners, but we should go ahead and allow them to do it too. We can give them permission, say you can do this. and Absolutely. Yeah. You can do this. Uh, if I can do it, you can do it. Yes. 
I love it. Okay. Thank you so much, Angie. This has been great. (laughs) We'll have to catch up with you on your next trip. Sounds great. (laughs) All right. You guys, that right there is why I do what I do with my blog and my podcast. You don't have to take it just from me. You can take it from Angie. This solo trip is the best thing she has ever done for herself. And it only took two weeks of her life, yet it had the power to totally change her. That is what travel is capable of. And the best part is that we are all capable of travel as long as we make it a priority in our own lives and, you know, set those excuses aside, just like Angie just did. Um, I really hope that you guys have enjoyed getting to know her a bit and getting to go through that life-changing process with her here on the show. And I hope it inspires you to maybe take that trip that you've been wanting to take and to face your own fears around it. Because like Angie said, who knows what tomorrow will bring. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode, which will include the links to the hotels and the tour that we mentioned. And also a few photos from Angie's trip at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash 68. And feel free to leave comments there if you have anything to add to this conversation. You can always do that on any of the show notes pages. And if you're planning your first trip or a solo trip as well, tell us about it. You can always reach out to me by email, Jackie at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com or on Snapchat or Instagram at travelingjackie. I am really good at cheering people on to travel and I want to know what your plans are. So if you ever need support in that area, seriously, I'm here for you. All right, that's it for today. Thank you again for tuning in. Stay safe and happy travels. I'll see you guys next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.